Good evening. Our top stories tonight, Bijan Robinson. Are you not entertained? Are you not impressed? Bijan Robinson did exactly what we needed him to do. 446 official jumped very, very well. 37 inch vertical. Bijan Robinson is him. Bijan Robinson is Marshawn Lynch. Bijan Robinson is souped up Cam Akers. Bijan Robinson views himself as Barry Sanders. Bijan Robinson is the 101. Anthony Richardson, depending on where he gets drafted, could end up there. But Bijan is who we thought he was. And Jameer Gibbs is sure as hell impressive. Jameer Gibbs, RB2, thanks to that 4-3-6. Didn't think he was going to get that fast. That was just, whoo! Jameer Gibbs was blazing. Sorry, Roshan, you're not the RB2. But he does enough. A little disappointing if you just look at the 44-5-8. But Roshan Johnson, number four in the 10-yard split. He gets going quick, and that's what we like to see. And then Zach Charbonnet. Zach Charbonnet impresses as well. He does enough in the big back category as well. Zach Charbonnet, Roshan Johnson, Jameer Gibbs, they all made themselves some money today. Devon A-Chain. Now, it was disappointing that he didn't break that 4-3 mark that we were hoping for, but comes in at 188 pounds, sacrifices a little bit of speed just to get to above almost a 190 pounds. Thinks he is the best pass catching back in this draft. But there were some others that impressed as well. Ty J Spears, Chase Brown jumped out the gym. Keaton Mitchell, Evan Hull, just a bunch of impressive running backs today. A couple of disappointments, including Cameron Peoples. He was pretty slow today. Deuce Vaughn came in small and unexplosive. So that disappointed. But Jackson Smith and Jigba did not. We didn't get to talk about it last night because the agility scores weren't out yet when I recorded. But Jackson Smith and Jigba, elite 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 agility don't care did enough in the explosiveness don't care if he runs a four or six jackson smith and jigba is elite and so is darnell washington darnell washington gonna go in the first round after the display he just put on all that and much much more on player profiler today Oh, happy to have so many friends in the chat tuning in live. So many people watching after the fact as well. Chase Brown did have a day. P Pigeon 3D Gaming. I'm just going to sit here with the 101 and smile the whole darn time as you should. Justin Jackson wants to know, should we trade the 113, the 201, and the 202 for the 101 with a win now dynasty team to get Bijan Robinson? Yeah. Yes, you should. If you look at the trade calculator, pretty much even. The picks gets a little bit more value than Bijan Robinson because you don't have to enter the 101. You can just straight up enter Bijan Robinson. That's the beauty of having the Dynasty Deluxe app or the, the Dynasty Dominator app, the Dynasty Deluxe on the website. Just so much goodness. You can sign up now. You'll get access to all of the rookies with the app, the only app out there for Dynasty. And if you sign up now for the all-in package, use promo code JACK for $10 off, $180 value for $120. But yes, I would absolutely make this trade. Happy to have the Harry Snowman in the chat as well. Harry Snowman killing this draft, absolutely. Gibbs and Charbonnet, they were not shabby at all. Gibbs is disturbingly good. That was absolutely impressive. Just insane. Happy to have Toronto Dave back on the show. Kevin, they call Jack Ranch. Because he be dressing that shirt, though. Appreciate that. This is one of my favorite shirts. Wore it on the game plan the other day. But, you know, I only wore it for an hour. So, bringing it back for the show. 
Shout out to Canadian. Oh, I didn't realize Chase Brown was a Canadian. That's huge. I mean, Sydney Brown's a Canadian too. What's up, Colt Snowdy? Happy to have you on the show once again. Which guys would you rather have in one QB Fields and 105 or Josh Allen? Heard mixed opinions. Ooh, I think I would rather have Josh Allen. I think. Because I think Josh Allen's value is going to go back up. But let's see if I can find the Dynasty Dominator app. Clear the trade. Well, I got to make sure. No, no, it is one QB, I believe. Let's make sure those settings are in just in case. Where do we go from here? No two QB and Superflex. Turn that off. Great radio, too, by the way. Just talking to myself as I evaluate this trade. Justin Fields and the 105. 105 is not going to be Bijan, but it could be a pretty damn good player after what we just saw over the course of this combine. So many talented running backs. So, so many talented running backs. There are just studs after studs after studs here. Let's see Josh Allen here. Make sure we get this all entered in. All right. We would go with, oh, we'd go with Justin Fields side over the Josh Allen side because of the value of the player that you could get at the 105. People in the chat are saying, give me Josh, not even close, but trade calculator says Justin Fields and I can, I can dig it. A-Chain, I wouldn't say he disappointed. He still went 4-3-2. That is insane fast. He just came in small, and yeah, he was a little bit less explosive than I kind of hoped. But the one player who did not disappoint, could not disappoint, was Bijan Robinson. Bijan Robinson, he comes in. Everything that we hoped for, everything that we dreamed of, 5'11", 215 pounds. Bijan Robinson, he's Marshawn Lynch. He's Cam Akers plus. He's Barry Sanders. All these comps, that's Bijan Robinson. 37-inch vertical that was tied for fifth among running backs. And then a 10-foot-4 broad jump that was fourth among running backs. And sixth in the 40. And most of the backs that ran quicker than Roshan, or sorry, most of the backs that ran quicker than Bijan Robinson, they were a little bit lighter. Jameer Gibbs, 199 pounds versus 215 pounds. Devin A. Chain, 188 pounds versus 215. Bijan Robinson is a monster. 446 is incredible. The next Marshawn Lynch, love it. Absolutely love it. He is going to eat. He is worth whatever you got to give up to get the 101. But Jameer Gibbs, Jameer Gibbs didn't disappoint either. Jameer Gibbs, I think, solidified himself as that 102. Five foot nine, 199 pounds. A little bit disappointing with the vertical, 33 and a half inches. It's not disqualifying, but Thought it'd be better, but then you see the four, three, six, and you remember all of the passes that Jameer Gibbs caught in college. Jameer Gibbs, one Oh two. He is RB two. That's just where we're at now. I'm sorry to Cody. I'm sorry to the pod father. I'm sorry to Roshan Johnson. I still love Roshan Johnson. Roshan Johnson is still good. Six foot, 219 pounds. So he's one of the biggest backs in this class. 31 and a half inch vertical. Not great, but not disqualifying. 10 foot two broad jump. That is one of 10 running backs to top 10 feet in the broad jump tied for seventh. So Roshan Johnson, he's no issue there with his explosiveness at that size. He is a better athlete than Trey Sermon. I'm happy with Roshan Johnson. I think he's still going to hit in the NFL. And when you look at some of the other big backs, when you look at Tavian Thomas, the 237 pounder, a 30-inch vertical, just pathetic. 9-10 broad jump. 
four seven four Tavian Thomas. Just no, 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 no. So we like what Roshan Johnson did, especially you compare him to even Cameron Peoples. Cameron Peoples jumped thirty seven inches, but ran a four six one. Roshan cracks that four five eight. Roshan Johnson top five in terms of the ten yard split. We're fine with what we saw from Roshan Johnson. He's just not the RB two because that's Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs could very well have a Christian or not a Christian McCaffrey. He could Christian McCaffrey's rookie season still was fine, but he could have an Alvin Kamara type rookie season. Can't wait to see Jameer Gibbs on the football field. Can't wait to see Bijan Robinson on the football field. Roshan Johnson, though, he saves Cody. Doesn't run a four eight. Cody does not have to eat a leather shoe. So happy to hear that. Happy Cody's not eating any leather shoes. Happy that Devon A-Chain, that he did show up at 188 pounds. And this is the trade-off. A-Chain put on weight. He put on muscle. He put on size. And of course, that's a trade-off. You're going to get a little bit slower. He's got world-class speed. If Devon A-Chain comes in at his playing weight, he's probably breaking that 4-3. And he very well could at his pro day when he's at his actual playing weight. So I'm not worried about Devon A-Chain. Wish we saw more. 33-inch vertical. First in the 40, that's what everyone's going to point to, but 33-inch vertical, it's not great. Devon A-Chain, he's small, but he's going to he's gonna get better at his pro day when he gets even smaller. This is the problem with Devon A-Chain. Don't know how reliable he'll be in fantasy. We'll have to see what teams value at him as as a pass catcher because he's got competition. Devon A-Chain has competition, and the pass catching backs in this class, Tajay Spears. Love Tajay Spears at the Senior Bowl. Hearing that he could go in the third round, probably not going to sneak into the second round because of the devaluation of running backs, but Ty J Spears, he's going to be a contributor right away. 5'10", 200 pounds, that is great size for a satellite back. 39-inch vertical, that's second. 10'5", broad jump, and number three in the 40-yard dash. Ty J Spears made himself some money, as did Chase Brown. Chase Brown, bigger than Ty J Spears. He's 209 pounds. So he's, Chase Brown, kind of in that, Feature back size, a little bit smaller, you know, 210-ish, just a, a hair below 210, but that's feature back-ish size. 40-inch vertical, 10-foot-7 broad jump. Both of those led the running backs. So I know Chase Brown. We did not love Chase Brown coming out of the Senior Bowl. He was disappointing. He was awkward. He looked lost. He was fumbling in a non-hitting all-star game. <laughs> you gotta love that athleticism. 443 at 209 pounds, 40 inch vertical. We love it. We absolutely love it. Some team's gonna fall in love with Chase Brown. Maybe, just maybe, he is one of these freaks that never gets anywhere. This, we all remember that Seahawks running back whose name escapes me that just kept coming back. Christine Michael. Chase Brown could be Christine Michael, but hey, Christine Michael had a lot of chances. We also have Keaton Mitchell from East Carolina. He's small, five foot eight, 179 pounds, runs four three seven. So he is close. He's in that range with Devon A chain, but far better in the jumps. Ten foot six broad jump, thirty eight inch vertical for Keaton Mitchell. So we love to see that. We, we we love this class at running back. Truly, there. Zach Charbonnet. He's got feature back size, tied with Bijan in the vertical at thirty seven inches, four five three. That, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Evan Hall, the Northwestern running back, 202 pounds, so he's more in that satellite back range, but 5'10", 202 pounds, 37-inch vertical, runs the 4'47", 
10-3 broad jump. And after Evan Hall runs the 40, he keeps running. He runs it all the way to the end zone. And then he does it again after his second 40. And then when he starts the positional drills, Evan Hall from Northwestern is going to the end zone every single rep. You don't think that's going to stand out to NFL coaches? These old school guys, they're going to love it. They're going to eat that shit up. Evan Hall made himself some money today and tested incredibly well and showed he's a dog showing off with a full sprint to the end zone every single rep. Love this class. Absolutely love this class. Don't love all of it. There's a couple guys that disappointed. Cameron Peoples, 461, not thrilled with that. Love the 37-inch vertical, but the 461, he's going to have to earn it. And it's not disqualifying. Josh Jacobs ran a 4.6. David Montgomery, I believe, ran 4.6. So it's not disqualifying. It just lowers the ceiling. Thought Cameron Peoples would be more of a Roshan Johnson type. Could end up as a Zach Charbonnet, but he's not. He's just a smidge below that. Thank you, Joe Justice. Appreciate you tuning in live. Happy to have you here. I'll disagree with you here, Joshua. I don't think Justin Fields is going to get benched anytime soon. Justin Fields will also be an NFL quarterback the day till the day he retires. I'm not worried. Justin Fields, Justin freaking Fields, man. He is a star. But anyways, Deuce Vaughn also disappointed me. Five foot five. That is minusculely tiny. Now, he does come in at 179, so that's kind of thick. That's not too bad. But 35.5-inch vertical, that's fine. That's not bad. That's solid. That's right in line with Jackson Smith and Jigba. But it's the nine foot eight broad jump for Deuce Vaughn that kills me personally. That's not going to get it done. When you're that small, you got to be more explosive than that. And then to not run the 40, Deuce Vaughn really hurt. Came in small, came in unexplosive, doesn't run the 40, hurt his stock today, disappointed there. But I wasn't disappointed with the Jackson Smith and Jigba. You all know that. You all listened to the show last night. You all know that. Jackson Smith and Jigba did enough 35 inch plus vertical 10 foot three broad jump, 10 foot five broad jump. That's enough. Doesn't matter that he didn't do the 40, but we didn't have word at that point that Jackson Smith and Jigba was an all world agility runner, incredible athleticism, incredible agility. He went under four seconds in the shuttle. Pardon me. That's not supposed to be possible. That's not supposed to happen. That doesn't happen. That just doesn't happen. Jackson Smith and Jigba is an all-world athlete. All-world agility. And he's going to be a star. The same thing when he runs his three-cone. A sub-seven three-cone. We all know that's elite. It was Six five seven, not even close to seven second three cone. Jackson Smith and Jigba, just an absolute monster with his agility. That's why he gets open so easily. That's why J Jackson Smith and Jigba is the one oh one. But it wasn't just him, and it wasn't even a a wide receiver. Darnell Washington at two hundred and sixty four pounds goes four oh eight in the short shuttle. That is unheard of that that's not even wide receiver numbers that's better than every wide receiver except for jackson smith and jigba 
And Jigba is about 200 pounds, 195 pounds. Darnell Washington's 264, 60 plus pounds on Jackson Smith and Jigba. Absurd. Absolutely incredible. Darnell Washington very well could have worked his way into the first round with that athleticism. And then if you see the work he did as a blocker, you know, everyone, when they hit the bag, short choppy steps and, you know, it's a little bit slow. Not with Darnell Washington. He hits the bag and just walks it back with ease. Darnell Washington is going to be a first round pick because of the size speed combination that he offers and the blocking. He's a pro-ready tight end from day one. Darnell Washington made himself some serious, serious money last night. It's a shame that Washington is going to have to block so much. It won't be a great... Yeah, that, that is true. That is true. It's going to hurt him in fantasy, but we can still like him in real life. Going to be fa- I think he's going to get the first-round draft capital. Absolutely. 111 for 203 and 211. Yeah, that seems worth it. The drop off from 111 to 203 doesn't seem that bad. And you're getting a little bit extra. You are so welcome, Dustin Brown. Happy to keep these shows rolling. Is Stetson Bennett expected to be a value in Superflex? Reminds me of an aged Mac Jones. Yeah, but he's not going to start like Mac Jones. Stetson Bennett, he's going to be a guy that comes in, probably going to go to some team that has an open depth chart, maybe like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or something, but... He's not really going to be an asset. I don't think he's going to earn a consistent starting job. He's going to be a Colt McCoy type backup. The the Darnell Washington in that bag was just insane. There are really some athletic guys in this draft, as Senor Football points out. Because looking at the wide receivers and the three cone, I talk about how much I love a sub seven three cone. That is just, whoo, gets me excited. We had 10 wide receivers and Darnell Washington go under seven in the three cone. Andre Yasovich, 685. He was second in the shuttle and the three cone. Grant DeBose, Marvin Mims, they both went six, nine or better. Xavier Hutchinson, Malik Heath, Jaden Hasselwood, Ronnie Bell, Antoine Green, even Elijah Higgins, who could be a tight end at the NFL level. He barely missed out on that sub seven three cone, 701. So 10 wide receivers and potentially two tight ends. Insane. Absolutely insane. Freak after freak. Across the board. Across positions. Think about it. We had this defensive line class that was big and was strong and could move. The defensive ends were just insane. And then after we get that, we get some crazy linebackers too. Jack Campbell, sub-7-3 cone. Just Whew, beautiful. And then we get the next day, we get the DBs. And the cornerback class is just insane. Height, weight, speed specimen. Just massive beings who run crazy 40 times across the board in the cornerback class. And the wide receiver class, we were a little bit disappointed. We are thinking, yeah, they're not that fast. They're not, they're pretty explosive. We're happy with the explosion, but a lot of these guys are kind of slow. And then you see the agility numbers for these guys, and it's just, yeah, okay, they're freak athletes just in in a different way. This wide receiver class, it's going to be disappointing for fantasy, but there are going to be so many real-life NFL contributors, so many wide receiver three, four, fives that matter and get snaps in the NFL. 
Marvin Mims, he's going to have a role in the NFL. Ronnie Bell is going to have a role in the NFL for some team. I'm not saying fantasy-wise they're going to be relevant, but this is a talented class from top to bottom. Tight end class, absolutely incredible. The quarterback class is one of the best in recent memory. Love it. Absolutely love it. And the offensive line class, too. Broderick Jones, a first-round left tackle out of Georgia, has the fastest 40 of the day, goes sub-five for the offensive lineman. Peter Skaronsky, we had some questions about his athleticism entering the draft. Ends up with a nine foot seven broad jump, a 34 and a half inch vertical. Those are second among all offensive linemen. So Peter Skaronsky, nothing to worry about as an athlete. Has those short arms, so he's probably going to end up getting kicked inside the guard. Sounds as though Peter Skaronsky heading to the Elijah Vera Tucker role where, yes, he can play tackle, especially if your starter goes down, but I think the NFL is going to have Peter Skronsky kick inside and be what they envision as an all-world guard. Parrish Johnson, the Ohio State tackle, he has a great day. Dewan Jones, the right tackle for Ohio State, comes in at six foot eight, three hundred and seventy-four pounds, and runs and jumps pretty well too. These big guys can move. Osiris Torrance, he was a disappointing athlete, but I don't care. When I watch Osiris Torrance, I don't care about his athleticism. He just puts people in the ground. That's what he's going to do in the NFL. He's a good enough athlete. <laughs> then there's Blake Freeland. Blake Freeland sets the record for the vertical jump, 37 inches, beats Tristan Wirfs. Tristan Wirfs, one of the most athletic tackles in the NFL, arguably the best right tackle in the NFL, and break Blake Freeland breaking his records insane that's the only word i can think of i'm sorry i keep repeating it but it's absolute insanity what we have seen from these classes we see cody mock cody mock doing the napoleon dynamite routine no teeth at the nfl combine he solid athlete this combine just made me so happy and i know this is the first one that i've covered four player profiler but the athletes, my goodness. And it didn't matter if they disappointed like the wide receivers did in the 40. They made up for it by jumping out the gym and showing insane agility. The running back class, just great. Tight ends, incredible. We are so lucky with this draft class, with this combine. We are blessed. We are fortunate. I'm so happy that I got to experience this with all of you. Break it down. We're going to have more information tomorrow, likely. We're going to have the athleticism scores. The website's going to be updated. We're going to have the athleticism scores for everyone. Compare across positions, across all time. Just, whoo, player profiler is bringing you some great thing. We also have news around the NFL. The New York Giants and Saquon Barkley are not close to a deal. They are far apart, as it sounds like. Saquon Barkley turned down a $12 million a year deal from the Giants earlier this year. Giants could have him for $16 million is what it sounds like. He wants to be in that Christian McCaffrey ballpark. Don't know if it's going to happen with the New York Giants. So what's ultimately the plan? If Daniel Jones can't reach a long-term deal with the New York Giants, he's going to get the franchise tag. But if Daniel Jones and the Giants agree then Saquon will be franchised. But if not, if the Giants and Daniel Jones, like I said, can't reach a deal, that franchise tag is going on Danny Dimes. 
and Saquon's hitting the open market. Saquon Barkley could be cashing in as an elite running back hitting the open market. That is going to be exciting. He is going to get paid. Less excited for Clyde Edwards-Elair because there is trade interest in CEH. Doesn't sound as though the Kansas City Chiefs are actively shopping him, but at this point, it's time to admit that CEH, that experiment missed. We knew it all along. And it it's nice to be right, as always. Player profiler, just right time after time after time. So often we're right. We're also correct bringing you the news on Derek Carr. We've been saying for a while now that Derek Carr and the Jets, they're a great pairing. Derek Carr is probably going to want to go to the Jets, and it turns out, yeah, he does. But he has to wait until Aaron Rodgers makes his decision. If Aaron Rodgers decides to stay with Green Bay or retire or go somewhere else, then the Jets will sign Derek Carr the day after. But Derek Carr's got to wait, and how long will he wait? That is Aaron Rodgers going to cost the Jets Derek Carr by just waiting and waiting and dragging this out and dragging this out could happen. But the Raiders, the former team for Derek Carr, sounds as though they might be in on Jimmy Garoppolo in on a reunion between Jimmy G and Josh McDaniels. There's also speculation that the Raiders are going to call about Mac Jones, probably going to call about him because every team calls about pretty much every player, but they're not going to get an answer. Mac Jones is the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots. He's not going anywhere. Starting quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's a question mark. That is a big question mark. Sounds as though Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Kyle Trask is who they have in mind to start. And they can't afford to really bring in competition. So Drew Locke, Drew Locke or Baker Mayfield are expected to be in the budget for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers looking for a new starting quarterback or a co-starting quarterback to compete with Kyle Trask. This draft class could not come at a better time. Truly, we needed it. We needed this NFL draft class. The fact that the Buccaneers are about to enter a QB competition where Kyle Trask and Drew Locke or Baker Mayfield are going to be featured. We deserve this quarterback class. We deserve the 2023 NFL draft class.